You're listening to Flaunt, Find Your Sparkle, and Create a Life You Love. After infidelity or betrayal, have you been betrayed by life, your body, or someone that you love? You're not alone. No matter what you've been through, Naked Self-Worth helps you regain confidence, joy, and enthusiasm so you can create a life you love and flourish. Tune in weekly and learn how. Hello, welcome to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal. I'm Laura Cheadle, and today we're going to talk about three things that you can do every day that will make you feel better. Now, what I love <laughs> so much about these three tools is you don't need anything for these tools. You don't need to spend money. You don't need to have special skills. You don't need to have the right outfits or the right music. You don't need anything. And what I also love about these tools in particular is you don't have to use them correctly. You don't have to do it right. This is no pass-fail thing where you have to keep practicing and getting better and sometimes you're going to succeed and sometimes you're going to fail. Oh, no, 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 no. These are three totally free tools that anybody can do anywhere, anytime, any place. And best of all, they are guaranteed to make you feel better. Now, I hope you're going, okay, uh, yeah, right, sure, Laura, this sounds way too good to be true. <laughs> and it's not. The three tools that I'm going to teach you today and talk about today so that going forward, whenever you have a bad day, whenever you are stuck in obsessive thoughts, whenever the world is falling apart around you, whenever anything is happening, you can make yourself feel better. These tools are grounding, centering, and clearing yourself. Okay, okay, you've probably heard about grounding, you've probably heard about centering, and you've probably heard about clearing yourself. And whether you love these three things, or you're like, I don't get them, they've never worked for me, it doesn't matter. The information that I'm going to provide you today is going to radically alter the way that you view and use these tools. As you may or may not know, I am a former corporate attorney, which means there's a lot of that logical left brain part of me. And because of that, even though I love all of these woo-woo, magical, you know, meditative, spiritual tools, I still have that logical, linear, left braid side that needs to be satisfied, that needs to understand why the heck we're doing this, why things work, and the whole rationale behind them. So that's what I'm going to do today, too, is I'm going to go into both the left brain, why this works and how this works, as well as that right brain spiritual, you know, side. Okay, grounding, centering, and clearing. 
Let's talk about that. Okay, grounding. Grounding is just moving yourself within your body and within your environment, wherever you are. So let's break that down. Within yourself, grounding within yourself. The first thing to do when you ground is to move within you. What does that mean? That means to tune into different aspects of self and make sure you are back in yourself. I recently did a channeling from the librarians, and the librarians are a group um, a group of entities that I have channeled and worked with my whole life. And what they showed me is our body is a vessel. Sometimes people say it's like a vehicle that we use on earth. And while there's some truth to that, it is our vehicle on earth. The clarity that they wanted to bring to the conversation is that we are more than that. We are a vessel. We are a vessel for our spirit. We are a vessel for our thoughts. We are a vessel for our emotions. And the very first step in grounding is moving all of those different pieces back within our body. Okay, here's an example. As you're thinking throughout the day, where are your thoughts? Because if you're anything like me, and most of the people that I work with and the friends that I have, so often we're thinking about dinner and, ooh, whose birthday is it? And who should I have called? And, oh my gosh, I forgot, da 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 da. And, are we running low on dog food? And, oh my gosh, is it really, you know, whatever day of the week it is? What's going to happen on blah, blah, blah? We have this wide range of thoughts about things that we need to do, about things that are going to be occurring in the future. And we also have a lot of thoughts about the past. Dang it, why did I say that to so-and-so? That was not what I meant. I wonder what they thought when I did this or said this, or why did I eat that extra donut or that extra piece of cake? I totally didn't need those calories. Our thoughts are often ahead of us or behind us. And it's not that we can't reminisce and enjoy the past or look to the past and learn from our mistakes. And it's also not that we can't think about what's coming up. It's really important to plan what's coming up. But what's vitally important and why grounding always works is because it's a returning of our thoughts to ourselves. It's putting our mind back in the moment, back in our body. And one of the best ways to do that is just to become aware of your body. Whether you give yourself a hug or squeeze your own hands or rub your feet on the floor or cross and uncross your legs or tense and release muscles, it's putting yourself back into your vessel, 
into your body. And that's powerful. I don't know if you've ever done a guided relaxation, but so often what they ask you to do is contract and release your muscles. You know, put all the tension in your left hand. Make a fist and squeeze as tight as you can. And then on three, we're going to release it. One, tighter, tighter, squeeze it tighter. Two, tighter, even more, more hard as you can. Three, ah, let go and relax. What we're really doing is returning our consciousness to our body. We're getting our thoughts out of the future, out of the past, out of the ethers, and we're returning our thoughts to our bodies. And that's all grounding is. It's putting us back in the vessel that is us. Now, we are more than just thoughts. We're emotions and we're feelings as well. How often have you pushed aside emotions because you're at work and you don't want to cry at work or you're really angry and you don't want somebody to know it, blah, 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 or whatever it is, you're just pushing emotion aside. Part of grounding is also returning those emotions to your own body. So if you're feeling weepy, it's about crying and letting the body sob and contract and shake. If you're joyful, it's about woohoo, moving your arms around and shaking your hair and your head and your legs. It's about dancing with joy. And I do mean dancing with joy. It's about running up and down. It's about feeling that joy in your body, not just in your head but in your whole entire body. So you ground your thoughts. You ground your emotions and your feelings by feeling them and by feeling them fully. By letting your body be moved by your emotion. One of the things that I love to do is sacred dance. You can go to my YouTube channel. It's Laura Cheadle, Life Choreographer. And it's L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E, Life Choreographer. And you can just search Sacred Dance or Yogalesque. That's all ways of moving that are designed to intentionally express emotion. And that's a way to ground. That is a way to ground your emotion in your body by dancing it through, by singing it through. It's grounding your energies into the vessel that is you. Now, I said there's a second part of that too. The first part is grounding all the pieces of you into your body. And I want you to take that as deep as you can. Your emotions, your thoughts, your feeling, your spirit, your essence, everything that you can think of that is you, move it into your body. I like imagining, visualizing, or pretend that literally my body is a vessel. 
And then when I ask myself in my mind's eye, where where are you, Laura? So often there's pieces of me draped to the outside, sitting right next to me. Sure, there are some things inside, but there's a lot of things that are parts of me that are scattered around outside of me too. And then what I do in that ritual, in my mind's eye, is start picking up and putting all of those pieces back into me. It's like the crown of my head is open and I am just putting those pieces back inside. And of course, sometimes I like to go deep and really close my eyes and visualize and and get really serious about it. But more often than not, the way I do it is just like this, a kind of a scan. Hmm, Where are you, Laura? Whoa, there's some things littered around. Plop, 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 plop. And sometimes I like to know what those things are outside of me. And sometimes I don't care. I just notice that a piece of me is draped over the side and trailing on the floor behind me. And I just pop it back in. And that is all that matters. Try that. Try that right now. Try that this week whenever you are just not feeling that great. Whenever you're feeling pressed for time, that is a big clue that you're outside of your body when you're pressed for time. When you feel like there's too much work and that you're not going to be able to get stuff done, it means you're outside of your body. So put yourself back in and see what happens then it's important to ground in your environment. Because we're not always in the same environment. Especially now with car travel and airplane travel and subways and things like that, we are moving around all the time. And our vessel likes to be grounded in our environment. The energy of the different places of the earth, of our house, are different. And when we wake up, we are really firmly in the energy of our bed, assuming that we've slept well and, you know, we're waking up. So think about how you feel when you wake up naturally, not being jarred awake by an alarm, but when you just wake up and your energy is firmly grounded in your bed. Your covers feel good. They're all around you. The light in your room, maybe it's morning dawn. Maybe it's bright sunshine because you've slept in. Maybe it's dimmed because of the shades or the curtains. But I want you to go back to how that feels, waking up peacefully, whether it's a weekend or whatever. Feel how that feels. Because that is the essence of being grounded in your environment. You know where your body is at. You're comfortable with things around you. And you're just at peace. Now, doing that throughout the day is so vital to feeling good. And just like grounding within your body, 
It doesn't take any special skills. It doesn't take any tools. It's just realizing, hey, right here, right now, I am making coffee in my kitchen. Right here, right now, I am in my car. Right here, right now, I'm getting my kids dressed and off to school. Right here, right now, I am in my office space. And I am allowing my office space to settle in around me. And I am allowing my body to drop in and settle in to my office space. When you come home from work, again, it's essential to reground. Because for most people, when they're working, they're up in their heads, they're not in their body. They're dealing with a lot of other people's energy. And then they come home and they feel flustered and exhausted and not emotionally connected to their kids, their partner, to whoever. And it's kind of frustrating and it's kind of a letdown because in our heads, we want to be emotionally connected. In our heads, we want to have these great relationships and to feel really good and loved and cherished and all of this stuff. But unless we ground into our environment after we have grounded into our body, we're not going to feel the way that we want to feel because we're not in that vessel that is our body. Does that make sense? And just like when I said I imagine my body as an empty vessel with the top of my head open and I just go plop, 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 plop and put the pieces of me back inside, That's all it takes to ground into your environment. To just sweep your eyes, floor to ceiling, left to right. Notice where you're at. Using the five senses, just take inventory. Right now, out my window, I see that it's a little bit overcast. I see stacks of paperwork that need taking care of. I see my mala beads and my crystals. I see my own body sitting in my beautiful green chair with a feather boa to the right of me and my leopard blanket to the left of me. Right now, I smell the essential oils that I keep at my desk. I still smell a little bit of the candle that I had burning yesterday. And because I have the windows open and my husband just fertilized the lawn, I smell a little bit of that fertilizer. I don't hear anything other than my own voice because I was all prepared to record this podcast. I still taste a little bit of the chocolate, the sea salt chocolate that I had at the end of lunch in my mouth. And I feel really excited to be here in this space, in my sacred office space, recording a show that I'm really excited about recording. 
That's all it took. And I explained it to you as I was doing it, which took a lot longer. If I'm just doing that for me, what do I see? What do I hear? What do I smell? What do I taste? And what do I touch? I didn't explain that one, but my green chair is like so velvety smooth. There is so much that grounds me into my office space. And for me to do it is a fairly instantaneous process. It's probably a minute if I really broke it down and, you know, stroked my feather boa and felt and took a couple of deep breaths and relaxed into my place. But that's all it takes. And now I'm in my body and I'm in my environment. So that means I can feel and I can express and I can experience. And that's all that grounding is. And that is something that you can do and you should do multiple times a day. So you can have the experiences and the feelings that you want to have an experience. It's just grounding, slowing time down and being. Now, the second thing that we should do every day is center. And you might be thinking, what's the difference with grounding and centering? They're very close. But we can be grounded in our body and in our environment and still be in a sense of panic or chaos. Now let's talk about the infidelity journey in terms of grounding and centering so you can see what I mean. My husband and I were just talking about this before I recorded this. The day that I found out about his longest term affair was a pretty dang rough day because I had found out about some of the other affairs but I thought that was it so to all of a sudden be jerked back 15 years prior and to realize that what was going on for him and his experience was so different And to have all those thoughts come up, what is real? To have literally that rug pulled out from under me, what is real and what was real? And what what of the good moments and the bad moments? What was real? Like it, I, I flew. It was panic. It was such a profound sense of loss. It was a shattering. That was the worst thing I have ever experienced. So, to ground into my body, to let myself feel, which I did, was a wail, a sob, an extreme stomach upset, an urge to vomit. Grounding into my body, I let myself express and feel such deep pain. To ground into my environment, which I innately did, I fell to the floor. I crumbled. I wailed 
and I rolled onto the floor, I crumbled. And I was acutely aware of the room around me, even though I was down on the floor. I was very grounded in my body. I was very grounded into the room. But I was not centered. Centering is moving into that center place in your body. And it is a pulling together of all aspects of self. And I was not centered. I was in twirling, whirling chaos. I was in a hurricane and things were spinning around. And I had, in that moment, no sense of myself my worth, my essence, my spirituality. I was all grounded into my humanness. And I had lost my center, which is my spirit. Centering is about moving into that spirit, into your essence. And we talked about that a tiny bit in regards to grounding because it is important to have your essence inside of you. But centering is that rebalancing, that putting your spiritual essence as the core of who you are because that's truly who you are. In that moment, I'm not exactly sure where my center was. It was in the past. It was in the future. It was in my identity as a victim. It was in the hurt. It was in the pain. It was in the shame. It was in all of these different places. But I was not grounded into the fact that I was a spiritual being at all in that moment. And while that is fine, it's also very important to center whenever we realize that we're not in our spirit. Whenever something bad happens, it's so common to fly into action. We talk about fight, flight, or freeze. And that's that, you know, nervous system response to a scary or a traumatic event. We fight. We get the adrenaline going, which is good. We can run away from that saber-toothed tiger. We can protect our children. We can move into flight. We can start doing, 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 and running and planning and preparing and organizing and going back to school and getting a loan and refinancing the house and calling our counselor. We can do all of that stuff. And we can flight and we can avoid it all. It didn't happen. It's not me. It's not true. I'm not going to deal with it. I'm just, everything is fine. Everything is totally fine. It's all totally normal. Don't worry about it. No problem here. No problem here. I don't feel anything. You don't feel anything. I didn't see. It's not really. mm, 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 mm. I prayed it away. It's all good. Mm -hmm. No problems. No problems here. And that's that avoidance. We won't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't admit it. Don't ask. Don't tell. Don't say. Don't think. 
and we can freeze. <laughs> Those are the responses that happen in our nervous system, and they happen. There's no, there's nothing right or wrong about it. We're all just kind of genetically programmed one way. But what all those responses do is they take us out of our spirituality. If we're fighting, if we're ignoring, and if we're totally frozen, we're not in our spiritual power. And that doesn't mean that we're not going to have to fight or run or freeze. But what it means is we keep returning to that center. We keep returning to the fact that I am a divine child of God. And that even though my physical body can be hurt and my emotions can be hurt, nothing can diminish me. This is that naked self-worth piece that I talk about in all of my work, in my book. This is that place that we strive to get to in my life choreography coaching. A place of naked self-worth. That knowingness that we are a beautiful, perfect, divine child Of God, we are spiritual. And that our worth is not dependent on how we look or how we sound or how much money we make or the status of our relationships or what happens with our kids or what purse or handbag we carry or the kind of car that we have. Our worth is inherent. And we can be young or old or anywhere in between. And we have the same amount of worth. It doesn't mean that we might enjoy different things and that we want to strive for better things. That's all fine. But it's that knowingness of our worth, of our center. And it's imperative that we return to our center, just like we have to ground in our bodies and in our environment. It's imperative to return to your center, to remind yourself of your naked self-worth, to remind yourself that you are a spiritual being having a really bad experience, and that's okay. Infidelity is a really bad experience. That was a really bad day for me. I'm sure you've had some really bad days, too. And in the future, when those bad days come, keep centering yourself in your spirit, in your essence, in your naked self-worth. And how to do that? I will show you my method for centering in my spirituality and my naked self-worth when we come back from the break. And after the break, and after I show you how to center into your spirituality, I'm also going to show you about clearing because that is that third practice that we should do every day, multiple times a day. Whenever we feel time crunched, whenever we feel stressed, whenever we just feel off, ground, center, and clear. So stick with me. We will be right back. And when we come back, you will learn how to center in your spiritual essence, in your naked self-worth, and then how to clear yourself every day. Wait a minute. Before you go on, I've got something for you that you are going to love. 
It's the Sparkle After Betrayal Recovery Guide, a downloadable guide that shows you exactly how to untangle yourself from the past, powerfully reclaim your sexy, and re-choreograph your future one step at a time. The best part? It's free. And downloading it gives you access to our monthly support calls as well. What are you waiting for? Break out of the pain and get your sparkle on today. Go to NakedSelfWorth.com. That's www.NakedSelfWorth.com and get your guide today. And we are back. And what we're going to talk about first is how to center in our spiritual essence. We've been talking about grounding in ourself and in our environment, centering in our naked self-worth in our spirituality. And then as soon as we're done with that, we're going to talk about clearing. And these are practices that truly you should do every day, multiple times a day, whenever you feel time crunched, whenever you feel stressed, whenever you're dealing with something that's a really tough thing to deal with and that you're just having a hard time and you really want to make sure that you're doing a good job. Ground, center, and clear. Okay, centering is one of my favorite things to do. And here's why. (laughs) I like to do it in a playful way. Oh my gosh, why do kids play? They play because it's fun. They play because it's enjoyable. One of the side benefits of playing is that kids learn. They learn how to take turns. They learn how to do different things. They learn skills. They get stronger physically. Playing is this incredible tool because it's fun and kids do it because it's fun, but it really builds these incredible skills that benefit them their entire life. And that's what happens when you center yourself. You play, and then in the process, you end up building some incredible skills that you didn't even know you were building. Okay, now you might be saying, wait, wait, slow down. Spirit and naked self-worth and playing, I'm not sure I get it. And what I want to say to you is, yes, that is exactly the problem. So much of the rhetoric around religion and spirituality is that it has to be negative and it has to be painful and it has to be serious and it has to be hard work and that you will be judged if you do it wrong and you will be punished if you will do it wrong and you will be rejected if you do it wrong. And really, nothing could be further from the truth. The essence of spirit, the essence of God, goddess, universe, source, is creative joy. Sit with that for a second. Creative joy is the essence of spirit. So if you want to center yourself in your own spirituality, what you need to do is to move into creative joy. Like attracts like. Like becomes like. 
So if you want to center yourself in your spirit, (laughs) become creative joy. How do you do that? Through play. What does play look like for you? I don't know. I know what it looks like for me. And sometimes I think I know what it looks like for me and then I go to play and it's just all wrong and I have to do something else. And that's okay. That's part of it too. That's the creativity part of it. Movement is something I love. I love dancing. I love playing. I love creating. I love creating digital goodies. I've got my Sparkle After Betrayal Recovery Guide, which you can download at nakedselfworth.com. I've recorded several meditations. My YouTube channel is filled with sacred dance and yoga-lesque and fitness classes, energy work, all sorts of delicious things. Every time I do a workshop or a freebie, I jump on Canva and I create PDFs and workbooks and journals. All of these fun things. Does it serve you? Well, of course. But I do it because it's creative and it brings me joy. And so often the stuff I create when I'm done creating it, I'm like, "Mm, mm, this is good. This is really good stuff. I didn't know how good this was. It's because it brings me creative joy. So does scrapbooking. I love scrapbooking. I know that's like something that people don't do, but I love scrapbooking. It brings me creative joy. Some of my friends do jewelry making. A lot of my friends love to cook. Does not bring me creative joy. Cooking, creative joy, uh uh-uh, doesn't work for me. What works for you? What is a way that you play? My coaching clients always get a paper doll pack. And it's awesome because it's a PDF and it's paper dolls and they've got clothes and hats. And I have my people cut them out and color and play paper dolls. And with their paper dolls, they can act out different scenarios. They can get creative. They can see how the different outfits mean different things. They can see how when you put on the paper doll actually has a dunce hat. When the paper doll wears the dunce hat, how it brings you down. And then how shedding that dunce hat makes you feel good. The paper dolls have some sexy lingerie. They have some conservative business suits. They have yoga gear. They have all this stuff. And part of the reason that I encourage my coaching clients to play with the paper dolls is so they can see how our outfits impact our emotions. But bottom line underneath, the paper dolls are naked. And that's their spirituality, their creative joy, their essence. And sometimes just holding that doll as a representation of yourself and stripping down is really powerful. So if you want to center yourself Do one thing that brings you joy. Now, I said do this several times a day, and I'm fully aware you can't just like go break out, you know, into a whole fitness routine or a scrapbook or bake a loaf of bread or paint a picture or something like that 10 times a day in the middle of the day just to connect with your essence. 
But what you can do is play a song that you like. Get up and walk to the end of the street. Walk to the bathroom. Climb the stairs. Spread your arms and twirl. Touch your toes. Do a jumping jack. Pull out some colored pens or pencils and draw a cute little picture. Doodle. Pull out a book and read a paragraph. There's a lot of little things that you can and should do throughout the day that are fun. Call a friend and be like, I've got five minutes, but oh my God, we've got to talk. Truly singing a song, listening to your favorite song is so powerful and it is such a good way to center back into yourself as a joy-filled creator. I'd really, really love for you to lean into this and to share with me your best ways of playing throughout the day because I want to hear them. Because that is the best way for you to center into yourself as spirit. That's the best way to start developing your naked self-worth is to start playing and to realize that you're playing, to realize that you're just moving into a place of creativity and joy. Kick a ball. Bounce a ball off a wall. Hit it with a racket. Stick your fingers in your plant and dig around in the dirt a little bit. It doesn't matter what it is, but it is your way of playing. I still have my favorite stuffed animal from growing up upstairs in my bedroom. And I go hug him and talk to him sometimes. It'll be like, oh, look at this. And it's just a reminder of that magic. He's somebody to talk to. Same with my animals. My animals, I love playing with them. Dragging a string along the floor for the cat. Going outside with him and having him roll on his back and me just pet him. Throwing the ball for the dog. Putting the dog on a leash and just, again, walking to the park and walking back. It's not a big deal. Those are all ways that I play, which is centering myself in my essence as a spirit. Now, on to the next step which is clearing, grounding, centering, and clearing. Clearing is also something that should be done every single day because it's just like brushing your teeth. You wouldn't not brush your teeth or wash your face every day. We just do because stuff accumulates. Even overnight when you're sleeping, like you wash your face and then you go to bed and you wash your face again in the morning, Because stuff just accumulates sweat, gunk from the pillow. It's just a clearing. And we should clear ourselves a couple of times, several times a day, especially when things are going bad. When things are going bad, it's so easy to keep piling stuff on. Oh, this is bad. Oh, my car broke down. Oh, my dog threw up. Oh, somebody yelled at me. Oh, things are bad at work. Oh, I'm late to work. Have you ever noticed that when things start going bad, so often you get on a roll and you're like, yeah, it figures. And that phrase, you know, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. And, and, oh, 
there's just so much of that negative spiral. And it's true because when you don't clear, it starts building and it starts getting bigger and bigger. It's like that snowball rolling down the hill. And the bigger the snowball rolling down the hill, the more junk it picks up on its way down. And then the bigger it gets and then the more junk that it picks up and the bigger it gets and the more junk that it picks up. Where if you just keep clearing off layer after layer, the snowball never gets any bigger. If it does one revolution and you clear, one revolution and you clear, one revolution and you clear, none of that clearing is that hard work because it's just a little piece at a time. But then it never gets any bigger. That's why clearing is so important. Okay, you're probably thinking, same thing. Okay, how do I do this? Again, I want to reiterate grounding in yourself and in your environment, you can do that in about a minute. Centering, doing something playful and joyful. How long is the average song? Two to three minutes. That's all it takes to remember your divine essence. To center into yourself as a spirit. Two to three minutes. If you don't like playing, you can also meditate. Anything that connects you to spirit. You can breathe. Again, Two to three minutes. It is not a big deal. Clearing. Again, it's something that is almost instantaneous. And you can do it in your head and nobody needs to know. Or if you're working from home or you have a family at home or you've got somebody that you, you know, are kind of on the same path with at work, you can do it with somebody else too. Clearing, literally, my three favorite ways. First, is taking a shower or taking a bath. And just energetically, as I'm letting the water flow over me, I'm just imagine visualizing or pretending all this dark, gunky frustration and energy is being washed away. It's literally just that mental process. I close my eyes when I shampoo my hair anyway and condition it. And as I'm rinsing it, I'm just seeing all of this energetic junk rinse off of me. And just like when I ground myself in my body, sometimes I know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my husband's bad mood rinsing right off of me. Ooh, this is my son's problem rinsing right off of me. And sometimes sometimes it's just like, whoo, there's like a negative blue inky cloud over there. I don't know what it is, but I'm just rinsing it away, rinsing it away. And then I'll twirl under the water and just be like, and literally wash it, wash away. And then sometimes I'll wash it, watch it go down the drain. That's it. Throughout the day, I take my arms and I swoop like I'm swooping around my head, like I'm swooping around my shoulders, and I just clear, 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 clear it off. I brush my arms off. Sometimes, like, I don't know if you can hear that, where I'm just whisking it off. And sometimes I don't actually touch myself, I just do it in my energetic space. When I feel that heartbreak and heartache, I will do a brush at my heart. Sometimes I will grab, like making fistfuls, and I will be pulling fistfuls of gunk off of my heart. If I'm having a hard time finding my voice, same thing. I will take my throat with my fingers and I will gently like pinch and pull and move that stuff out. If I'm not seeing something clearly, I will brush the hair off of my forehead. 
I will use my fingers and I will gently massage my forehead or my eyes. So many of our innate movements that we do energetically clear us and we don't even know we're doing them. Think about when you put your head in your hands and say, I just don't know when you shake your head. You're touching where that energy is. It's your head. Put your head in your hand right now. That's it. That's where that energy is. Now take that hand that is on your head, gather it together, pinch and pull that stuff off and throw it, poof, throw it away. Clear, 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 clear. Think about when you have something important to say and you don't know how to say it, or you feel like your voice has been stifled, mm, you know how you put your hand over your mouth? For me, like my thumb is on one side, my fingers are on the other, and I kind of hold my jaw and I put my hand over my mouth and I kind of shake my head. Mm -hmm -hmm. Put your hand in the position that you naturally, intuitively put it when you have something to say and you don't know how to say it. Mm -hmm. Pinch it and clear it off. Three or four times, clear, 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 clear. Pinch and pull. If you've gotten bad news and you're shocked, you might put your hand over your mouth. You might put it on your heart. Oh, do those innate movements. Notice throughout the day where your hands are going, what your body is doing, and that is the area to clear. When you have a headache, mm, clear. Run your fingers through your hair and go pull, pull, pull that energy. Swoop like there's bees around your head, by your ears, by your neck. Swoop those hands all the way around your ear around your legs, around your abdomen. Are you feeling sick to your stomach? Think about how you wrap your arms over your stomach and you go, oh, that hurt. That's your body begging to be cleared energetically. Clear it, move it, swoop it. Use those hands. Everything you feel physically is a manifestation of something that's going on energetically. You don't need to know what you're doing. There is no right or wrong here. If you're having pain in your foot, swoop and push and pull it off around that foot in the energy space around it. You can touch it and you can pull. Do you have pain in your gut? Pull it out. Pain in your hips? Pull it out. Tent shoulders? Pull it out. Every day in the shower, I imagine, visualize, and pretend that I'm being cleared. Whenever I feel something in my body, tenseness, tightness, I'll roll my shoulders, I'll move my neck, but I'll also swoop my arms around the energy, grab it up with my hands, and just throw it away. And sometimes I'll say, clear, 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 clear. Ugh, I'm clearing now. Sometimes when I just feel heavy or icky, I'll just kind of do arms, arms, head, chest, belly, back, hips, legs, and I'll just clear my body. How long does that take? Seconds. That takes seconds. Freeze throughout the day. Freeze. Where's your hand? Freeze. Where's your head? Clear it. Whenever you have that thought, freeze, clear, freeze, clear, freeze, clear. It's so easy once you start doing it, and it is so powerful. And like I said, there's really no right or wrong. I'm giving you suggestions for how to ground, how to center, how to clear. But I don't know what is going to do it for you in every single moment you do. That's what flaunt is all about. 
That last T, flaunt is an acronym, and the T in flaunt stands for trust your truth. You know how to play. You know where you're hurting. You know what you feel. You know if you were inside the vessel that is you or not. Ground, center, and clear several times all day, every day. And I guarantee you're just going to feel so good and so peaceful. And it's not that nothing is ever going to happen that makes you feel bad. Of course, you're going to feel bad. This is life. You're going to feel great. You're going to feel bad and you're going to feel everything in between. But grounding, scenting, and clearing you makes you able to feel fully, to process deeply, to be a complete human, having a complete experience. Ground, center, clear, share with me what works for you. I'm curious. Reach out, Laura, L-O-R-A, at Laura Cheadle, L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com. And in the meantime, go to NakedSelfWorth.com. Download your copy of the Sparkle After Betrayal Recovery Guide. And then you'll be on my list, too. And about every couple of weeks, I send out great exercises and tips and tricks to help you live every day so fully connected and in that state of creative joy. Because what it's all about is returning you to your sense of naked self-worth. Thank you for being with me today. I know this will help. Ground, center, and clear. Have a fantastic week. And as usual, always remember to flaunt exactly who you are because who you are is always more than enough. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal with radio host and live choreographer Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Develop naked self-worth and reclaim your confidence, enthusiasm, and joy so you can create a life you love and embrace who you are today. Download your free Sparkle Through Betrayal Recovery Guide at NakedSelfWorth.com. 